Welcome to Soul Lies, where the spiritual and the soul crosses paths. Stay tuned to learn ways to grow your spiritual understanding in order to reveal lies your soul believes. This podcast will help you learn the truth and propel you towards freedom in Christ Jesus. This is Jenny Fouts, licensed counselor in Louisiana at Christian Center Shreveport. Welcome everyone. I'm so glad you're going to be joining me today as we cover this last week about depression and about how lost connections are the root to feeling depressed and having depression overtake your life. This week we're going to be covering several different aspects about depression, but today I wanted to go through one of the very last, but I think it's one of the most significant places of disconnection that we get into, and that is disconnection with our childhood, or at least parts of our childhood, to which none of us want to look at. That part of the childhood that carries bad feelings, bad implications, and what what does that mean and how does that affect depression levels? And I think it's important to look at because most people don't want to. Most people would rather go to the doctor, say, hey, give me the pill, make me feel better, and everything's going to be better. Instead of learning how to work through some of the roots that are causing the depression. There are many social scientists out there, even as we speak, that are doing all kinds of studies and programs to help people who have, you know, severe depression to being, you know, with a mild case of depression, if you could say mild case. The church that has some answers that the world, of course, does not look at. But one of those answers, of course, is our relationship with Jesus Christ. And in that relationship, there is healing, there is hope, there is connection. Those things that we were made for, those, those aspects of our DNA that we need as connection to people. We need those types of connections with our work, with our destiny, our purpose, our calling in life, the values that we carry. All of those things are so very important to us. I want to start out, though, before we get into some of the disconnection from our childhood and what some of the research is coming up with it, I want to talk about Psalms 107, verses 13 through 16. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and burst their bonds apart. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. For he shatters the doors of bronze and cuts in the two the bars of iron. So we can take this verse and use it and kind of see how he's talking about kind of like a a jail escape. (laughs) That from that, in our cries and in our times of trouble, the Lord hears you. 
He hears you in your distress and he brings you out. There are so many, many verses about how the Lord rescues us. So many. And sometimes we need to hear those and sometimes we're like, I can hear that, but it doesn't, I'm not changing. My feelings don't change. I know that he rescues, but my heart is where you get into that heart and head kind of disagreement. So you've got to bring your heart to a place where it can let go of the things it needs to let go and be able to heal all the areas that it needs to heal. In Joel 2.25, he says, I will restore you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, the cutter, my great army, which I sent among you. So he's going to send his angels to minister. He's going to send his angels to fight on your behalf. He's sending those things that we can't see. So it's our job and our place as Christians and as his children to set ourselves before him and to let healing begin to happen. We don't know sometimes all the things that are stuck inside there until he begins to reveal to us. But are you willing to let him reveal those hidden aspects of your childhood that you have not yet dealt with? Are you allowing him to touch those places that are so tender and so scary? Now, I've often said the feeling that most people hate to feel the most is that helplessness. Because that helpless feeling goes into all kinds of other emotions where we feel vulnerable, we feel out of control, and we do whatever we can to not feel those feelings. We hate that feeling, we don't like it, and we will do many kinds of unhealthy coping behaviors to keep from feeling those kinds of feelings. So when the research is showing and talking about our childhood um, troubles, they've come up with, finally, psychologically, they've come up with that unresolved childhood troubles can lead you to that disconnection of being feeling fully alive in that place of depression. So when people have unresolved childhood troubles, they either do one or two things. It's either all of their fault or they were the victim. And you have to choose. And no one wants to be a victim. No one wants to say, you know, I was vulnerable and I got hurt. Because that means that could happen again. You could be vulnerable and you could get hurt again. And nobody likes to think that. I know I don't like thinking that. I know I don't want that to happen. So it's better to say, well, somehow or another it's my fault. But then if I say that it was my fault, it really wasn't my fault. But I say that it's my fault. So somehow I deserved it. Somehow I did something wrong in my childhood. I did something that would cause this terrible thing to happen. And that, as kids, we can do that with 
sexual abuse, physical abuse, the death of a parent, a child, um, a loss, our parents' divorce. So for all kinds of things, we can we can blame it on on ourselves. But if you do blame it on yourself, then the other cost of that is that now you must have deserved it. So somehow, as an adult, you don't deserve anything good. Because this injury as a child to your emotional self, you deserved it. And so as an adult, you must also deserve it. So this cycle then begins to repeat itself in many different forms, many different ways. But it's a repeater. And unfortunately, most people pick that one because if somehow in our brain it feels better than to say the other way that you were a victim and that you were vulnerable, because then that means you can be hurt at any time because you can be vulnerable again. And yes, in reality, we can, but we don't like thinking about it and we don't like feeling it. So we do whatever it takes not to. And when you are put yourself in that position, then the trauma that you have has already birthed force a precursor to have depression later on in life. It opens the door. They say it makes you three times more susceptible to depression. And isn't that, that's kind of, that's difficult because that means part of depression then is an unresolved, a disconnection from what happened to you. Yet, as much as you disconnected from it on the outside, the inside, it's still there and it's still working. If you believe that you have depression solely due to your brain is not working right, your chemical imbalance, then you don't have to think about your life or about how anyone might have, what anyone might have done to you. The belief that it all comes down to biology protects you in a way for a while. If you absorb this different story though, that maybe it might be um, some psychological issues from your childhood, you might have to think about those kind of things and that hurts. We don't like doing that. So I would encourage you to process the things on the inside that are still stuck and, and everyone has them. And there are lots and lots and lots of different ways of getting help besides just going to a counselor or going, you know, to a psychiatrist or, you know, find a group. If it's grief, we have grief groups here in town. Wherever you are, find that group. Find the many different kind of AA programs that are out there. There's many different kinds. Talk to a pastor. Talk to a counselor. Talk to a friend. Go to some healing seminars that are through the you know Christian church where Christ, when they teach you how to let Christ do some healing. Go to some seminars that will bring out the healing love that Christ has. Get prayer over whatever you think is stuck in there. There is a way out. 
We've read the scriptures. We know that he is close to the brokenhearted. That he is close there. And if you got issues with him, then get it worked out. Talk it out with someone. Don't let that poison of the past sit inside and just poison the rest of you. I encourage you to take that evaluation. Maybe if you know someone who is depressed, maybe you could open up the conversation to them. But take that evaluation and look. Is there a place, Lord Jesus, that needs to be worked on that is still stuck, that is holding me back from being able to experience all of who you are? And please open our minds and our eyes and our ears to see and to hear of all of those places. Thank you guys for listening today. I look forward to tomorrow. Soul Lies is meant for information only. It is not a substitute for counseling.